1: This is Barry Fitzgerald, Garampero columnist for Stockhead. Welcome to another edition of the Explorers Podcast. Today we are catching up with the ever youthful looking Christian Easter Day, managing director and co founder of ASX listed Hot Chili Limited. Hot Chili is trading at 3.2 cents for a market cap of $31 million, excluding convertible notes and options. Catholic in me will pronounce the ASX code as HCH. To be clear, though, think of the code as Hotel Charlie Oscar. The company's market cap belies its status as a leading ASX copper developer from its Chilean coastal range copper assets. Not long after listing, Hot Chile was a $250 million company on the strength of its Productora project. But then the deep freeze set in for new copper projects as the copper price sank to US$2 a pound. The forecast looming shortage in copper come the 2020s and the addition of a previously privately held copper project nearby to Productora as Hot Chili back on the radar, and Christian has some very exciting news for us today on that. Welcome Christian, and thanks for joining us here today at Stockhead.
0: Great to be back um, and uh, good to speak again, Barry. Mm.
1: Uh, Before updating us on the company, could you tell us a bit about yourself, your professional career and what led to your co-founding of Hot Chili? Sure. Uh, I've
0: you know, I've been in the sector now for some 21 years, so I'm not sure about your uh, ever-youthful uh, comment, but um, certainly a bit of experience um, in, uh, in, in managing uh, resource companies. Um, you know, I, I spent many years in the gold sector working with um, the likes of Hill 50 Gold here in Western Australia and uh, and Placidome, uh Global, uh, and uh, I guess uh, moved into managing resource companies some 15 years ago. I'm one of the founders of Hot Chile, along with my chairman, Murray Black. Uh, we went over to Chile and put together some very large projects, um, did a lot of uh, very good deals with some of the Chilean majors, and that got us into a portfolio of uh, large copper assets on the Chilean coastline. And as you mentioned, Productora was uh, was the discovery and development which uh, which really propelled the company. Um, quite rapidly and had us as one of the stars of the market back in 2011, 12, 13. And, and I guess, you know, we're, we're seeing a, a real renaissance um, for the company's, uh, you know, value creation and value generation at the moment in the uh, in the Cordadera asset, which we spent two years trying to get our hands on and eventually um, announced the uh, the deal to secure that in February. Right.
1: right. Uh, before moving on to the, the actual projects, uh, one thing that's always intrigued me, anyway, is uh, where did the name come from? It's one of the more unusual out there for a, a company.
0: <laughs> yes, uh, look, it, it was uh, it was my chairman's uh, um, personal assistant who named the company, I believe, but um, there's a there's a bit of a conjecture about that in, internally in the group. Um, you know, hot uh, was was the. Uranium aspect that we uh, we were looking for in the in the IOCG deposits along the coastal range, um, and, and Chile. Um, look, <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure she was uh, able to spell the country's name correctly, so we ended up with hot Chile, and um, and uh, the the branding was very strong after that. Um, a lot of people come into our office thinking that the uh, logo for hot Chile, which is actually the country of Chile in red. Um, you know, that we're we're uh, also um, in the food business, uh, which I assure people we're
1: not. <laughs> now, just so people can orientate themselves, where does the company base its personnel in Chile? Uh, and what's your Spanish like? And I wonder, given the years you've spent there, do you know how to make a good pisco sour or piscola?
0: <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, look, uh, piscola, pisco sours are, you know, the, the dumb thing over there. So you you end up uh, having your own private collection of pisco back here in Perth when I'm back. Um, most of our personnel are, uh, are based up at the project in Vine and we have a head office in Santiago. Um, we also have a small shop front here in Perth um, where, where the board sits and some of the some of the technical people that um, that, that manage and drive the company. So, I guess uh, you know my Spanish, um, you know, has gotten gotten quite good over the years. My uh, my colleagues in in uh, Chile. Um, still say it's quite terrible Spanish, but um, you know you, you spend uh, ten years in in any country and you you learn to uh, speak the language and pick up all of the uh, all of the slang also. Yeah.
1: And just where the your operating base is? Is, a, is there a nearby town?
0: Yeah, so look, you know, our operations are, are really centred around a consolidation um, of a coastal range area um, just out of the town of Viñar. It's it's effectively a, a town akin to Kalgoorlie. Um, sits on the Pan American Highway um, at about 800 meters altitude, uh, and look, I, I guess Productura was discovered um, 15 kilometers out of that town, and about an hour to the south, we have the, the city of uh, La Serena, um, city of about coastal city of about a half a million people, and, and to the north um, by an hour is the is the uh, well known mining town of Copiapó. So I I guess, you know, Productora was always a discovery that that was very, very blessed in terms of location and infrastructure and the best situated uh, projects for a large-scale copper development globally. Um, Our focus has been, uh, in the last few years, consolidating a number of high-grade satellites, firstly, and more importantly, um, the best-kept secret of the company for the last two years was the fact that 14 kilometres from our large $100 million investment... Uh, Chilean billionaire had privately invested and discovered a major porphyry deposit um, right next to Productura on the other side of the Pan-American Highway.
1: Mm. Now, I did have a long list of questions I was going to ask about Uh, uh but given today's announcement uh, on Quartadera, and uh, I think we should jump straight into that, uh, could you just run through what you have announced today and perhaps outline some of the significance for investors?
0: Yeah, look, today is a, is, a, is a huge watershed moment for the company. Um, you know, we've just reported, uh, you know, the, 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 the uh, most significant drilling intersection in the company's history, um, the most significant intersection ever recorded at the Corded Era um, copper-gold porphyry discovery, um, the most significant intersection that, uh, that, that I've been associated with my, in my entire career. Um, look, it's one of the top copper-gold intersections um, ever reported Uh, Globally, Um, we uh, just reported a vertical diamond hole which we've drilled into the main porphyry, one of four porphyries that have been discovered at this property. Um, We reported 622 metres grading 0.6% copper and 0.2 grams per tonne gold, along with molybdenum and silver, um, from a depth of about 200 metres downhole. But I guess the, the most... Um, you know, stunning aspect of what we've reported is that that contained, um, from a depth of 500 meters downhole, a new high-grade zone um, over 188 meters um, in width and averaging 0.9% copper, 0.4 grams per ton gold. And to put that into perspective, we um, basically just announced the discovery of something akin to Um, the high-grade zone that underpins the um, very exciting world-class Cascapel deposit in Ecuador that Solgold is advancing. Very similar to the average grade uh, that they have on that high-grade zone underpinning that deposit at 1.47% copper equivalent. And, you know, given that this is the deepest hole into the main porphyry and the size of the main porphyry itself um, would dictate that, uh, that really... Um, we are heading into uncharted waters. Um, we're uh, we're you know, obviously extremely excited, Barry, in, uh, in, in, in what this could mean. Um, all possibilities are on the table at the moment.
1: Mm. Now you mentioned uh, Sol Gold, a Cascabel project in Ecuador. Um, I take it the, there's been a lot of excitement here in the Patterson of uh, region of WA with Rio's WINU discovery. Uh, it's comparable to that in terms of grade as well, I take it. Yeah, look, uh, you know, some of the, the the early framing that we've done so people can
0: understand just the the true extent of what we potentially have our hands on here um, has has been to compare it to to some recent discoveries uh, more noteworthy, um, obviously Cascaval with Sol Gold and Winu with uh, with Rio Tinto. Um, look, at a, a market cap of thirty five million dollars. We're, we're certainly not comparing ourselves to either of those two companies, but we are just comparing the scale of the deposits, the grade of the deposits, et cetera. And, you know, um, Cordadera is, um, is matching it with the best in the world at, uh, around at this stage. Um, I think the, the announcement that we've made today, um, one of the important aspects of that, and, and you mentioned WINU, um, the intercept that we've just reported is greater than the best intercept that Rio Tinto have published from WINU and, and, and I think that speaks volumes for what we've just done. Um, also really important to understand is we've only reported up to 826 metres in this diamond hole. Um, that diamond hole was terminated at about 1,186 metres. Uh, we've got another 360 metres of assays still incoming. Um, but uh, but I, I guess the, the grade of that high-grade zone um you know, is superior to anything that uh, that Rio has published so far on that deposit, and uh, you know, it's um, very, very exciting for the company.
1: Mm, yeah, truly exciting. Um, I guess the million-dollar question, though, is when will that excitement be translated into a, a re-rate of the share price? You think?
0: Yeah, look, you know, when you as, as you sort of started this interview, Barry, you know, we, we we had a great deal of success in a good market um, on the productora discovery um, for all of the right reasons went to a 250 million dollar company we were in a crowd of 35 38 copper developers on the ASX you know we look five years on and we sit in a crowd of six or seven copper developers now are left on the ASX so we've been very uh very uh I guess prudent to ensure that we're still in the game and and still here and uh and that we didn't give away our asset um during tough times um so you know when we announced this uh, this acquisition in February, you know, it's uh, driven a re-rate that has brought us from one cent um, to three point two cents today. As you say, um, I believe we're one of the top five or six performing um, junior stocks on the market in the last uh, four months, and um, and I guess that was that was really centred around the announcement of the deal. Uh, we went into a confirmation phase of drilling. Um, just to look at making sure that uh, the twenty-three thousand meters of diamond that had already been put into um, this big discovery um, was real that we believed it, um, and uh, and what we found is a very high quality of uh, of work that's been undertaken, and I guess the uh, you know the the things that I saw were were, were that you know these eight hundred meter intersections with three hundred and fifty meters of high grade sulfide at depth, you know they hadn't been closed out and. One of the important things that we recognised was was what the previous explorer had recognised but um, didn't get the chance to drill, was that Cordadera was showing a distinct increase in grade with depth. Um, And to my surprise, when we designed the holes to test that concept, we found platforms that had actually, in fact, already been built and were prepared for what they wanted to do back in 2013. So we've been in a very, very fortunate situation that... um, some, some leading porphyry experts have looked at this, recognised what we saw also. Uh, we just got handed a lot of that information in the past month. Um, that made me very confident of, uh, of what we were doing, but um, not least of all, my diamond hole was actually already um, in that high-grade zone and um, the excitement was pervading from site already. So I, I guess, uh, you know, what we... What we believe uh, we we have is uh, is potentially a, a tiger by the tail here.
1: Mm. The uh, the property is being acquired under an option arrangement.
0: Yes, it is. So uh, we we put together a, uh, a staged uh, purchase um, to be able to secure this one hundred percent with no royalties, um, no um, staged milestones of commitments. Um, it was done over thirty months uh, for thirty million US. And, uh, and that allows us uh, the opportunity to be able to de-risk that. And, and in fact, you know, our confirmation program hasn't just de-risked it. It's, uh, it's shown us a completely different situation to what we thought we were buying. So uh, $30 million was what we thought was, uh, was, was a very good deal. Um, you know, that deal is, uh, is, is looking extremely good now. Um, you know, I, I, I can't uh, help but feel, you know, we're in a very similar situation to what Solgold were um, at a very similar market capitalization to what they were when they started hitting their high-grade um, zone at, uh, at depth on Cascabel from about 700 metres vertical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that was a very skinny ore body for the first 300 metres. It certainly wasn't 250-metre widths that we have from surface, um, but look, they... They followed the data. Um, they used very, very good geoscience, and uh, and they chased it at depth. And the rest is history. Newcrest invested, and nine months later, they're they're a billion dollar market capitalization company. So, you know, um, excuse me if I'm excited, but um, you know, when you be able, when you're able to deliver early results that show similar things, you know, and we have some of the key people that have been um, instrumental in the Sol Gold and the Alpala discovery, um, helping us. Um, you know, yes, our, our technical group is, um, is is getting a bit of a pat on their back uh, from myself. Mm.
1: You mentioned it was a acquired from private interests in involving a Chilean a billionaire. Is yeah, uh, tell us much about him, or does he want to remain mystery man?
0: Yeah, look, I'll leave him in that basket. You you, you always be careful about uh, about what you say. Um, you know, there was a, a group that. Optioned this property, um, and we'll call him a you know a Chilean billionaire, a, you know a well-known guy in Chile, uh, not from the mining industry. And um, he hired a, a very experienced team of geologists uh, to uh, to to go and explore a large package of land which uh, he had optioned from another um, large Chilean family group, uh, also another um, billionaire group um, in uh, in Chile. And uh, you know they they made this discovery. Literally, at the same time, we discovered Productora, The only reason we didn't know about it was, firstly, it was private, but secondly, you know, we were so busy with a fantastic discovery of our own. um, We just didn't realise that on the other side of the Pan-American Highway, hidden by a hill, um, there was a group that was drilling one kilometre diamond holes and, uh, and, you know, they put 15 million US into this project. Um, What we hear is that, uh, you know, unfortunately, with the copper price starting to decline and a, a, a couple of uh, issues that uh, um, that gentleman was having with his own businesses, um, he was asked to pay a large option payment to the Chilean family and uh, they made an assessment of what they had, um, did not decide to, uh, to undertake their next phase of drilling and handed the property back. And when that was handed back, um, that, uh, that became our number one uh, priority uh, over over the last few years was to get our hands on that and and literally you know we've we've been always um, very well known for our deal making in hot Chile. It's what has built the company, and uh, you know for us to be able to actually pull off a deal with the Chilean family, uh, the Corolla group that 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 owns this um you know is 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 no small feat. Uh, they're a very famous family because um, other than all of their various interests in Chile, they also control the Punta del Cobre. Um, copper deposit and operation um, in Copipo, uh, which for people in the copper industry, um, you know, that's one of the only tier one deposits in the world that is owned by a family. So, um, you know, this was very much a non-core asset for them. Um, They had the same reports handed to them from the previous explorer and the Chilean billionaire that spent 15 million US of his own money. And look, I guess, uh, you know, without uh, doing what Hot Chile has now done, um, their view was that the project could be something akin to the scale of perhaps Productora. Uh, what this hole has done today has just completely flipped that on its head. Um, we are now in an instant looking at this uh, deposit as something where you know clearly Productora is going to be the, um, the baby brother.
1: Just on Productora, just run through baby brother now, but... Uh... It's still it's still a sizable uh, uh, project.
0: Yeah, look, productora and what we uh, spent a hundred million dollars on it, you know, it, it didn't disappear. Um, the project has ten years mine life. Um, it's a bulk scale project. We have one and a half million tons of copper and a million ounces of gold in ground. Um, we have a op- pre-feasibility put around a, a, a large open pit operation. Uh, the problem with Productora is uh, when the music stopped with the copper price, we had a half of our mine life built. Um, now, as any good CEO will tell you, you don't go through tough times in a market and continue to fund exploration and building mine life when your share price is rapidly deteriorating. All you do is end up just completely destroying your capital mm-hmm. structure, and we would have been another one of the thirty-five uh, odd or thirty-two odd uh, victims of the past five years. So. Um, you know, we were very careful and prudent with managing our money, cutting all costs out that we could and maintaining that asset. And, and we were able to do that because of um, the very large shareholders that support Hot Chili, and that probably was the difference. You know, the Rick Rules and Sprots of this world, um, the Taurus funds management um, guided by Gordon Galt and um, and indeed our own group um, headed by Murray Black, um, chairman of Hot Chili.
1: Mm. And just so people are aware, Murray Black is a... Uh Kalgoorlie drilling company owner, um, been very supportive of Hot Chili, obviously, From uh, he was uh, foundation chairman. But I understand uh, his support in the lean times actually extended to providing some free drilling services.
0: Yeah, look, Murray, I mean, you you would not uh, find a more uh, supportive chairman than, uh, than a Murray Black. Murray's Murray's well known for his uh, for his drilling businesses here in Western Australia and um, a lot of the mining scene over here. Know know Murray very well and um, you know Murray has a has a hell of a lot of interest in in, in many other businesses um, outside of drilling. But um, that's that what he's he's known for here in Australia. You know Murray uh, and the Kalgoorlie group have supported uh, Hot Chili to the to the tune of you know over twenty million um, and that's cash. Mm. Um, and outside of that, as you say. Barry, you know he's, he's turned people's heads in in the things that he has done to uh, to ensure that um, that hot chili kept on its feet and one of those things was you know when we wanted to to really test some of the exploration upside uh, uh, you know he was there to uh, to supply us with about 11,000 meters of deep RC and diamond drilling uh, free of charge and you know, a lot of people take a double take on that, and they say, "Well, wow, there must have been shares involved. There must have been some promises involved." You know, Murray uh, Murray did that uh, completely off his own back, and did that to support the company at a, at a, in in some of our darkest hours, and to to keep the momentum moving forward. You know, um, as history will attest, unfortunately, we uh, we we did not um, find what we were looking for. Um, it appears that the porphyries. Alice are a a lot deeper than what we had hoped Um, but uh, look I I think you know um, when you when you look at uh, you know Murray with uh, with the other support that he's provided hot chili you know he he built four drill rigs over in Chile to Mm. provide a fleet of drilling uh, that that would allow hot chili to drill as if we were in Australia um, not to drill at 70 meters a shift or 80 meters a shift RC to to have Australian drill rates at 250, 300 meters a shift, and,
1: mm.
0: and more importantly, I guess a lot of people don't understand when you when you have a chairman that uh, that uh, represents you know our group at around nineteen percent of the company, you know, his self interest in trying to uh, get hot chili to succeed is uh, is like no mm-hmm. other, and uh, that means that you know the drilling costs that we've been uh, afforded in Chile are um, around about twenty five percent you know, less than uh, than what everyone else pays in Chile. And um, that's sometimes missed by a lot of people in the market. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So it's looking as if Cortadera will be the, the reward for that sort of uh, commitment and support over the years. Just finally, what should we uh, investors be looking out for in the months ahead? What's the next step with Cortadera? Look, I think Was it too early to uh, say.
0: Yeah, every, every, everyone's going to be wanting to see the last of those, uh, those results, and I'm sure that they won't be disappointed um, as to the description in the announcement today. Um, you know, we ended the hole in mineralization. Um, we really like uh, the alteration and the vein intensity and everything that we're seeing in that diamond hole, but more importantly, we, we like how big the scale is. Um, for what could be sitting there. And, you know, I, I don't think we want to draw too early conclusion on what the average grade or size um, would be, but clearly we have a lot of room and a lot of scale. Um, we we um, unveiled a long section of this deposit today uh, for the first time ever. And uh, and I think, you know, what we're going to see outside of uh, um, drill results continuing and um, obviously a phase two drilling program getting up and about, um, quite soon, you know. I think the uh, the preparations will go into a, uh, a preliminary resource estimation, you know, and from from a starting point from from where we are, utilizing a hell of a lot of diamond drilling already complete, as well <laughs> as our own. Now, um, you know, I think the starting point for Cordedera and Productoria combined, as well as some of our high grade assets, which might get a number put on them, also, you know, is going to be. Um, approaching a tier one combined Mm -hmm. asset base and you know at five million tons of contained copper um, Barry there are very few of those available in the hands of juniors globally so it's a very exciting time for us Um, I think the news flow will all be centered around that on the technical front on the commercial front uh, most people know that we've had a hell of a lot of interest um, from uh, third parties um, both international and domestic Um, we'll be Obviously, now uh, you know advancing those discussions. Uh, we we uh, we put a hold to those discussions about a month ago, um, given what we were seeing. Uh, we'll uh, we'll we'll get back to work with uh, having some friendly chats about uh, about how uh, Cordedera option is going to be paid and um, and how best to finance um, the drilling and resource and reserve work, which undoubtedly is is all in front of us now.
1: Mm, okay. Uh, I can imagine your phone will be uh, running hot in the coming weeks and months.
0: Uh, (laughs) You know, I had it at 100% charge at 7 o'clock in the morning and (laughs) had it below 50% charge by 8.45. So, yes. Uh, All
1: right. Well, congratulations on those results announced today. Very exciting stuff. And uh, you've given us a great rundown on the state of play at the company. And so thanks for your time and uh, best wishes for the future. No, thank you very much, Barry, and um, good to speak to you again. Cheers.